You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 40. What's your calling? If you are new, this is a great episode to start with. And if you're returning, so glad to have you back, friend. We're glad you're here. I want to just take a quick second to thank those of you that have left a review because, as I've said before, this makes it so much easier for other OBGYNs to find us here. And so this week, I want to give a shout out to Ann Sickle, who left a great review this week. She writes, I have really appreciated and shared this podcast with all my partners and other OBGYN friends. It has made me a better person at work and because of that at home too. Keep the good info coming, please. All right, Ansicle, I sure will. I want all of you guys to know that you guys are the reason I do this because I know what it's like to be in a very, very dark place and then come back from it. So my goal is always to help as many OBGYNs as possible. So thank you for leaving the reviews because that is helping me reach that goal. So if you, um, if you haven't left a review, you should just hop on over to iTunes. It's super easy. You find me, you search the happy gynecologist, you scroll down until you see the little stars, you click leave a review or tell your OBGYN buddies, okay? Because word of mouth is always excellent as well. So today we're going to be talking about our quote-unquote calling, (laughs) right? So when we were asked why we chose medicine, we often say, well, I was called to help women or I was called to help people. We may even tell like prospective med students that are like shadowing us, like you shouldn't do this unless it's truly your calling, right? We have this view of medicine being a calling. And I think that it truly is a calling for most of us. And that's why we are here. Because at some point, you know, we we needed that calling to get us through hard stuff, <laughs> right? So we um, then get through the hard stuff, right? Residency, um, maybe fellowship, and medicine kind of becomes our purpose in life. And then sometimes it becomes our whole life with very little reprieve. And sometimes we get burnt out. And then we start to question, what's the point? (laughs) Thought this was my calling. (laughs) So we can get to the point where we don't feel fulfilled by medicine anymore. We don't feel that we are answering our calling. And so sometimes we just feel like we are clocking in and clocking out. We feel burnt out, right? So... I want to tell you a story today that I think can help us reconcile what we're doing with our calling and also kind of dives into why we may not feel called to medicine anymore. So I'm going to tell you today the parable of the three bricklayers. And this is a really old story. In my research, I saw it told many ways. As far as I can tell, it goes something like this. Once upon a time, there was a traveler that came upon three men working with bricks to build what appeared to be a large building. The traveler asked the first man he came to, what is it that you're doing? And the first man replied, I am laying bricks. The traveler walked a little further and asked the second man, what is it that you're doing? And the second man replied, I am building a church. The traveler walked a bit further and asked the third man, what is it that you're doing? And the third man replied, I am building the house of God. So in this story, each man has the same exact job, (laughs) but each guy has a different answer, right? So for the first man, he viewed bricklaying as his job. He comes, he lays some bricks, he goes home, maybe he gets paid, 
He can like afford to buy things at home, pay his bills, buy some food, right? He just kind of clocks in, clocks out, he goes home. I, I think that the first man is the burnt out version of us, <laughs> okay? So the second man viewed his work as a career, okay? So a career is like a job that you can have that is kind of a step in the ladder of where you want to go right? It is a stepping stone to where you want to be. You can climb the ladder and get a better job by taking this job, right? And I feel like that's where a lot of us get um, stuck at after we've been a few years out in our practice, after we've, you know, finished boards, after we've um, kind of checked all the boxes and completed all the tasks to be an OBGYN. And we kind of get stuck of, in like, okay, well, what do I need to do to, you know, I'm just here building the church. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I There's always something more to aspire to, right? And then the third bricklayer viewed his work as his calling. This is his purpose in life, right? It's like he's here building the house of God. This is the reason he's existing, right? I think at some point, you know, we all felt that medicine was our calling. Otherwise, it would have been really easy to leave residency like midway through, right? Our calling or our purpose, it drives us and it drives us to overcome overcome the hard times. It drives us to persist. It drives us to keep going when things suck. And I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of research out there about the people that feel that they are serving their life's purpose or that feel that they are serving their calling are more satisfied with their lives and with their careers or with their jobs. And so um, I, I kind of want to dig into this today. So how do you find your purpose is kind of the first question I have, right? So I think that once we're out of residency for a while, I kind of mentioned we're, we're often like that second bricklayer. We're like, yeah, I'm an OBGYN, no big deal. Like, yeah, I passed my boards. Um, I've checked all the boxes. I've achieved all the things, right? And there comes a point where we are trying to climb the ladder, so many of us, or we feel like we need to achieve more to become more worthy by like getting a promotion or taking a new job. We look to take on more by joining committees or volunteering or taking on new roles, Maybe we're, we're looking and searching for that purpose, right? For the feeling that we thought that we would have by now. <laughs> we sometimes look outside of us. We look to others and we think that they have it figured out. Like, oh, the lawyers, they must have it right. Look at them. They're doing great. <laughs> or the dermatologists, right? We, they've definitely got it right. They've got this figured out. I just need to keep, keep going until I get it figured out. So... Sometimes we even get like that feeling of purpose, like, like we found it, like maybe when we had our children or maybe when we started a new job or maybe right after we finished all of our boards, we thought, ah, that's it. We've checked it off. We finally achieved what we needed to do to get our purpose and to feel feel fulfilled. (laughs) Try saying that three times fast. We get a little glimpse of, oh, here it is. I finally arrived. But then... The unicorns don't really prance around, at least not for very long. And there's not like this lasting celebration for us. That feeling of purpose doesn't really stick around, right? And so we move on and we are searching and searching and looking for our purpose some more. But here's what I do know. 
your purpose is simply to live on the planet, to simply be, right? And guess what? You've been doing that for years, so well done, Doc. (laughs) You don't have to be doing it better or smarter or more lovingly unless you want to. But the reason to want to is not what you think. It won't make you better in the eyes of anyone. It won't make you better in the eyes of some external watcher or higher being, right? You were born a perfect, small, soft, squishy newborn baby with infinite potential. That perfection and that infinite potential does not decrease with age. Age does nothing to decrease our potential, (laughs) You were just as worthy today as you were the day you were born, right? Your potential is still infinite and you are still perfect. So working more shifts, taking more call, doing more deliveries, earning more RVUs, doing more free clinics or taking medical mission trips or being on more committees or doing more research, saying yes to more, to, to more things and all the things, right? These won't make you any more worthy than you already are. Many of us are trying to find a a way to matter, a way to be worthy, not realizing that we cannot matter more than we already do. We desperately try to find success that other people have already seemed to have, right? We tell ourselves that life will get better once we're done with residency, with fellowship, once we're attendings, once we pass boards, once we get our practice established, once we hire a new office manager. And then maybe once we become a laborist, once the kids are bigger, once we change jobs, or once we retire. But we aren't living in our current life to do that. So many of us are trying to find a way to achieve more and matter more, not realizing we cannot matter more than we already do. You're already doing enough. (laughs) Okay? But when we look back at the parable of the three bricklayers, each guy has the same task to lay some bricks right but each has a different mindset around laying the bricks the only difference in the three bricklayers is the way that they perceive what they are doing and its effect on the world and its effect on the people around them so the third bricklayer is building the house of god in the third bricklayer's mind he is building a place that people will come to and they will worship and they will celebrate and that by building this brick structure he will have an endless effect on other people's lives and possibly their souls maybe right he is making a difference he knows that he's answering his calling and he's doing amazing work but how does that differ from the the first bricklayer who says i'm just i'm just here laying some bricks right When we are burnt out, often we find ourselves just clocking in, clocking out, just like the first bricklayer, right? So the only difference in how they perceive themselves and their it is is how they perceive themselves and their role in helping others or fulfilling a purpose, right? So they're not just paying their own bills if 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 you're fulfilling your purpose, right? Their purpose, their calling. To serve others is the difference, right? And that is only different by the way they view their job. The only difference is how they are thinking about their job. It's kind of like the story, if you've ever heard, about JFK visiting NASA. So the story goes like JFK goes to NASA for the first time. And if you think back, that's like when NASA was like in its heyday, right? We're trying to send a man to the moon. We're doing the space race with the Russians, right? And so JK, uh, JFK goes and he is touring NASA. And he sees a guy in the hall that's carrying a broom. And 
the man is presumed to be a janitor. But the president asks him, what do you do for NASA? And the man replies, I'm helping put a man on the moon, right? So it's not the job that gives us the purpose and has the calling. It's not medicine, right? It's the way we view ourselves within medicine. Is the way we perceive the job that we are doing and how it affects other people in the world. It is the way we view the value that we are adding to countless lives. So the good news is you can go from being the first bricklayer to the third bricklayer without changing anything except your mind, right? You can be the first guys in OBGYN and then be the third guy still within that same OBGYN job. You don't have to do more or achieve more or do anything better, right? You don't have to do anything except for change the way you're thinking about your job, right? So I want you to think about what you do at work, right? Whose lives have you improved this week? Whose lives have you changed for the better this week? Who have you impacted with a surgery or a delivery or a life-altering medication? Because while it seems sometimes we're just clocking in, clocking out, I just wrote some scripts today for people at clinic, right? Just laying some bricks over here. But we all know of instances where a simple birth control, controlled prescription has been truly life-changing for a patient, right? Like you see, you see a patient who's like in bed for a whole week out of every month of her life. You give her a, a birth control prescription and you change her life, right? She's able to keep a job now. She's able to get off welfare and, and pursue her dreams because she can, she can provide for her family and not have to keep losing jobs because of her period, right? We forget how even the simplest thing that we can do can impact others. And think about too, like the li- their lives and then the lives of their family, right? So I want you to really consider what are all the things you did this week that changed someone's life for the better, okay? And then I want you to think about the fact that you are whole and worthy and perfect as you are, right? You are purposeful as you are. You don't need to do anything else or achieve anything else to feel that you're enough. You just get to decide right now. You don't have to do anything else on this earth to be worthy and enough and perfect, right? And of course, you always get get to have a choice in life, right? You get to choose what you do. You always have that choice, but you need to choose what you want in life based on reasons you like, right? Not based on trying to prove yourself worthy or enough. So you get to choose what you do in life simply because you want to, not because you need to prove yourself, So if that's being an OBGYN, great. If that's leaving medicine to do something different, great. But don't leave your job because you're searching for that fulfillment. You're searching for that feeling of purpose to to be worthy enough in someone else's eyes, okay? To be worthy enough or enough or perfect, you know, to achieve more and be great because you already are doing all of those things, okay? So... Don't leave your job because you haven't figured it out and someone else has, (laughs) because that's so not true. That's not a real thing. None of us have this life figured out, right? I want you to think about that the only difference between the first bricklayer and the third bricklayer is how they view their impact on the world. They, They think about their job and its importance to the community and the world differently. The only difference is how they value themselves and their part in contributing to the world. 
And all of that just comes from their thoughts about what they're doing, right? Their thoughts about themselves and about their job and about the impact they have on the world. So I want you to also think about what is your calling, right? Is it to help care for the women of the world? Is it to help make birth safe for women? Is it to listen to women that have been ignored about their pelvic pain? Decide what your calling is. It can be anything and you get to decide. If you aren't sure, then write down what you, you know, what called you to medicine the first time. Even if it's just simple, like my calling is to help people, right? I want you to be very clear about what your calling is. Because I guarantee you, you're already doing that in this world. You do not have to achieve anything else to do that. So after you decide your calling, I want you to write it down on the paper, okay? And then I want you to make a list of the lives you've changed this week. So right under that, you know, you write down what your calling is, why you, why you pursued medicine, why you're doing this, okay? If, it's that, if that's just my calling is to help people, okay, put that at the top of your paper, okay? And then I want you to write and write and write and write and fill up the page and make a list of all the lives you changed this week, okay? It can be something simple like, I refilled some estrace, you know, like to make my postmenopausal woman's life a little bit better, right? It could be something complex, like I did a C-hist with a massive transfusion protocol and I saved a mom and her twins as she abrupted, right? I want you to write down all the things that you can think of that you've done this week. Spend 15 to 20 minutes doing it. How many people did you help this week, right? Did you help anybody continue their education without an unplanned pregnancy? Think about that. How many people did you help grow a healthy human being inside their belly? How many people did you screen for cancer to keep them living their best life? Right? So it doesn't have to be life-altering things, okay? I mean, these are all very life-altering things, but it doesn't have to be this big traumatic thing. I want you to write down all the little things that you did to change someone's life this week because that's what that is to them. Having vaginal estrogen so that they can continue to have a romantic relationship with their partner, even at age 60, that's life-changing for some women. It's life-changing, okay? So while it may be simple to you, that's life-changing for her, right? So fill up the page. And then I want you to really look at it and reflect on this. How many people, you know, is on that list? And then think about like their family members that that you affected by helping them, right? I would bet that the value that you are adding to this world is exponentially higher than you ever realized. Think about that. You're doing amazing shit out there, right? It's time that you start realizing it, that you don't need to do anything else to make a difference because you already are. You're not just laying bricks. You aren't just building a church. You are building the house of God every day. And you're doing a damn fine job. All right, that's what I got for you this week. We'll talk again next week, and thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for joining me today on The Happy Gynecologist. If you have questions or comments, head on over to my website, coach-miles.com, or follow me on Instagram at coachmilesmd. I'd also love it if you left me a review on iTunes. See you next week.